0: Live from the Winterfell Crips, a podcast that wonders if maybe dogs should have a vote, it's SIFT the Thrones. Welcome to SIFT the Thrones, an exploration of Game of Thrones final season. I'm Aaron Dicer and I'm joined by my usual Sif pop co-host, Andrew Ormsby. Ahoy! As well as one of the creators and writers of Cinema Sins. it's Chris Atkinson. Hello. Each week we'll chat about the latest episode, theories, predictions, and whatever else is on our minds, except for this time, probably not the predictions, (laughs) because there's no Mm -hmm. more episodes coming. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you do enjoy what's going on here, be sure and check out our weekly pop culture podcast. Uh, Andrew and I do SIF Pop, and uh, Chris is on Sincast, presented by CinemaSins, as well as, uh, remind me the name of your um, Barry podcast. Uh, Starting Now, the Barry podcast. Yeah, so you can check that one out uh as well.
1: Um you guys are what like 3 episodes in? I believe so. Um he just sent us the fourth episode for review, but I I think he released the third one this week.
0: Very nice. Not so-
1: sure. It's at least two.
0: Many people saying the uh, Barry season finale was better than the Game of Thrones season finale, so maybe it was.
1: <laughs> maybe you picked that's the right a, one.
0: That's a teaser, or <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. is it? Do <laughs> are, are, you watch Barry, Andrew? Uh, I've
2: seen the pilot, and now that you know I have some time, I'm gonna fill it with either Chernobyl or Barry. Mm. Chernobyl, do it now I'm, 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 is the
1: is the right choice
2: dude i've seen the pilot, but i haven't seen any of the other episodes and it was insane it's so two, good
1: the two after that are great too but uh, okay. i mean yes the first one is uh obviously like fantastic and great but the two after that are just uh just a uh, around that same quality so very cool a little bonus HBO talk before
0: we get in. Maybe we're just avoiding the, the inevitable disappointment. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Uh, this is it, guys. Uh, Game of Thrones is over uh, as far as this series, this eight-season series. Uh, they have left us with this final episode, I think about an hour and a half again, um, and... I don't I mean, I'm just curious to get your thoughts. I think I kind of know we're all a little bit disappointed. Some probably more than others, but I'm interested to dig into it. Um, So let's just kick it off. Uh, Andrew, I'm going to start with you (laughs) with general episode thoughts, uh, because I know you were so severely disappointed last week. In fact, you said you thought you were done after last week yeah um so anything change your mind or just more of the same this episode it's even
2: worse man (laughs) even worse worse. i hated it i won't say it's the worst series finale of all time i did say that uh, initially you know but that's Mm -hmm. just recency just super frustrated but it's definitely top five top four worst
0: series finales ever wow yeah Mm. what now so specifically like what what are some of the things that Made it even worse than last week for you, or is it just kind of the same kind of stuff?
2: Okay. This show hasn't been about giving audiences what they want. Right. You know, uh, but this whole season, and especially this past episode, feels so convoluted and rushed. Uh, Chris last week said, never write a show in your head before you see it, which I think is true, but I think subverting expectations for the sake of subverting expectations is you know it just comes across as lazy ignorant and actually shameful considering how what caliber of a show this was you know they had to have known that if they stuck this landing not only the series finale but this final
0: season stuck stuck the king's landing as it were stuck the king's landing yeah mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. this would have
2: gone down in history as the greatest show of all time <laughs> now i don't think it can even be in the conversation i hmm. really don't and 0% of that blame is on the cast by the way
0: um yeah no I, I i'm interested to get into more of the details but chris i'll take some of your general
1: thoughts uh, as well uh the, the last episode, essentially, uh, is exactly what we were worried about um, the whole time with these last three, the past three episodes. Um, they set everything up on a T with these seven seasons with, where, you know, they could have really done something special. And I understand... I understand where, you know, why they thought this was the right way to go with everything. I understand their reasoning. Uh it's just that it makes a lot of the things that they set up in the in the first 7 seasons, it made a lot of things just moot. Yeah. And they didn't do anything uh they didn't do anything they didn't do anything ridiculously surprising here. Even when we get to who gets on the throne even that is not in itself that surprising it's just that the way the way, the way they went about this i'm fine with i'm I, and i don't know if we want to already get into spoilers yeah, i don't no, think no, it go aheaders right yeah yeah we can do spoilers uh, the whole episode you know the the you know it in some world it makes sense that bran is the king if he if he, if his character is set up in such a way where he's done something to actually deserve it. Mm-hmm. And and I like the you know, I like the idea because this is the. I think this is the first shot of the first season is is Bran, right? And I think the chat, the first chapter of the first book is Bran, right? Well, um, I think the
2: first shot of the first season is the uh, the Knights Beyond the Wall, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's the. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Beside, yeah. Besides but, the, the the sort of the prelude, they to
2: didn't it. they didn't make it that far in the series, so I think the first yeah. real.
1: <laughs> but uh, but. Uh, I, there's a there's a world where that he's been set up in a way where he's done something that deserves it, and it, I I think it's almost it's almost uh, it's almost cynical the way two people start speaking at the in that last scene where they're about to uh, crown a king, and you have Edmure who's just you know. Fumbling about and trying to say, "Hey, I might be a good king and all that," and before he's shut down by you know Sansa, mm-hmm. um, and then you have uh, Sam saying, "Hey, let's try democracy," and everybody laughs. Yeah. <laughs> that was
0: great. Oh, I hated yeah. that. Actually, oh, I, thought, I actually I thought that was great.
1: But then, but then Tyrion, who is a prisoner, uh, suggests. You know, hey, what about a great story? All right. The guy who fell from a tower and he lived and and uh, he was gone for an entire season. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and he was, you know, three eyed raven for no reason. And all these all these different things. How about him? These same guys who laughed at democracy and laughed at Edmure are like, yeah, sure. Let's do that. It makes no it makes total sense to us. Yeah. To make this guy the king.
0: It, it's it, it's really kind of ridiculous. Um, most of my issues with this final uh, episode are in the second half of the episode. I actually really enjoyed the first half of this episode. The, uh, the consequences, the ramifications of Daenerys' decision, um, Tyrion uh, finding his siblings, I thought was really moving, really powerful. Um, really, just in general, Peter Dinklage in this episode was... Absolutely astonishing to me. Yep. Um, and then uh and then the you know, the Tyrion throwing his hand pin down the stairs, I thought was was really neat. The conversation between John and Tyrion, where Tyrion mm-hmm. is convincing him that something has to be done. Um I hated that scene too. Uh, well,
1: and and you know, and I understand what you're saying there, Andrew, because John is just a dunce yes that scene. He's well this- so dumb. In
0: fairness, uh, I, John, it's not like he's ever been portrayed as a great leader. I mean, like he made mistake after mistake after mistake. Um, and you know, Sansa was always the one saving his butt. You know, so it's he's always been portrayed as noble and with you know integrity that he that he got from Ned, but he's kind of been an idiot in a lot of the things that he's done
2: i think that there has to be a level of common sense that even the dullest of people for him to see an entire city of innocent women and children and you know elderly people getting burnt alive for him to still go she is my queen is like so infuriating i don't know i i
0: I don't know. I, I can buy that. Here's the thing I will say again, and we said a lot last week, and I think it it plagues this episode as well. We just aren't shown the work. We just we characters are making decisions that I can see them making, but we're not shown the in-between moments that we were shown in the first three or four seasons that laid the groundwork for the decisions to be made or for the actions to be taken. And I think that goes, you know, uh, quite a bit in this episode. Uh, Another moment I really enjoyed from the first half was um, the confrontation of Grey Worm, who was killing the Lannister soldiers. How is Grey Worm still alive? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're just bitter because he was on your death team.
2: Out of all the people in this entire series that should have died... Like so many times. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, um, But I completely agree with you guys, especially about that second half. Um, The main thing for me, and I think you touched on this, Chris, but the main issue I have with this, and I think it's a big one and I think it's a valid one. And I think it goes beyond. They didn't tell the story I wanted them to tell. Right. I think Mm -hmm. this is actually a a core issue here. Yeah. Uh, And you touched on this, especially with John. If you are going to make his parentage such a huge deal, and it is the centerpiece of this plot, the centerpiece of this story, if you want him not to be king, that's fine. I actually get that. What I don't get is it not being him to make that decision. I don't get him having no agency in turning that over because if he doesn't, if he's not the one that gives the throne over, and people know that information. The show has already told us that information is going to mean something to a lot of people. And it's not a secret anymore. It's information. Mm-hmm. And the, the show failed to deal with the fact that that council, for one, would have wanted that information. Part of that council had that information. Um, and two, that the people... With, that's the. I mean, that is the story, right? If if Tyrion wants a story, okay. what's what's the better story than that? I have a
2: list. No I have a list of people who have a better story in the show <laughs> well, than it's, Bran. I mean, it's true. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And you don't Arya. even have to think
1: about it. No. Yeah. You don't. You know, I mean, it, it, there's so many characters who have better stories than Bran. Yeah. Bran's got a good story, but you know, it's not ascend him to the throne kind of a story. Exactly. Like. The qualification
2: apparently for becoming king is falling out of a window. Half of the people I grew up with on the Ozarks could technically be king,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, uh, man. It's just the yada just the yada yadaing of these these last few episodes has been very disappointing. Uh, even just that time jump, even the time jump between the halves of the, of this episode was just like out of nowhere and i'm guessing based on you know the the beard timing that we're dealing with you know six weeks maybe something yeah. like that yeah yeah but all the things that had to happen in that six weeks for this council to come together all the things that had to happen for Tyrion to be standing there in chains but somehow be listened to as the expert
1: you know like where, like where is this stuff coming from um, I think you've probably touched on what is perhaps the most glaring uh, error in this entire season, and uh, and it's the one that's just the most, just you know, it's the one that makes you just go, "What about this? And what about this?" I mean, there, there's so many. They uh, Weiss and Benioff didn't even get this show uh, without knowing the John Snow story. That's right. the reason why. Martin even agreed to allow this to get adapted, um, and then we find this out. It's so it's one of these you know big awesome arcs that happen, and and uh, and then like um, it you know he comes back to life, and it it seems like the only reason why he was brought back to life was to kill Daenerys essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really the only thing, and I didn't even really. I mean, I could, I could even go along with him killing Daenerys, but you know, I was sitting there thinking, there's no like, surely Drogon is going to just try to burn him, and he's not going to burn, yeah. right? Yeah, was, yeah, and yeah, this is going to happen. This is a this is a plot point. Him being a Targaryen just doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. Yeah, yeah, it's in
0: and. It also stems from something that I think is the other, and, and this is more of a, the show didn't do what I wanted it to do kind of thing. I I admit this, but I, I really think the show did not value the mystical elements of the show as much as we did. And mm-hmm. it was obvious when they just disposed of the Night King halfway through the final season and literally did everything they could not to have something magical happen the last three episodes, you know, mm-hmm. uh, other than the fact that she's actually riding a dragon you know um and i think not burn you know the the dragon burning john and him not burning because he's a targaryen that just that's that's a little too mystical we don't want to end on mystical and i wonder if they had a little lost fear where they 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 wanted to they didn't want people saying oh your and your mystical stuff doesn't make sense or i don't know
1: no i i kept thinking and i read something this is offhand read something and i don't even know if this is even part of the uh you know, the legend of the season eight getting written, but, um, you know, the, the idea that people had already guessed what was going to happen, it makes writers go in different directions, mm. e- either subconsciously or very consciously so that they can still surprise people. Um, but, uh, you know, I feel like, um, you know, in this instance, the, you know, who cares if a couple of people may have figured something out that's going to be a span of a like maybe a few hundred few thousand people mm-hmm. who know what the ending is like the rest of this millions are not going to seek out uh, spoilers or or know what's going to happen. So like the when when they do all the things that we expect the show to do, uh, you know, the, then then, it you know, it's you know, it's it's still awesome. Uh, But, you know, there's also the they didn't seem to even do things where, oh, I didn't even consider that there was something that they said offhand in this season, in this episode that came back in this one. And and it totally makes sense to what they did. They didn't even do that.
0: Yeah. The closest they got to that was Danny turning mad queen. Right. Like the closest they got to that was the foreshadowing of her different comments and, and those kind of things. And I, I do think that was a, a a George decision. I think that was, you know, he knew that's where the final thing was going. Um, mm-hmm. I just, again, think they skipped so much of showing the work to get there.
2: Even Danny's reasoning for why she's doing stuff doesn't make sense. It, and it shouldn't make sense to her, even though she's quote unquote crazy, liberating people. She's she has to know that she's not liberating people. Like she, there's no way in her mind. Burning down a city is like, oh yeah, everybody's free now. You may, you
0: may be selling short humans. <laughs> like humans can convince themselves of a lot of weird, awful things. Um, but, but yeah, I, as far as what we're used to seeing in a story and and characters do, I, I think I agree with that.
1: Oh, and don't think for a minute that they didn't write some of the dialogue that Tyrion, John, and Danny all had in this episode, knowing what happened in episode five and was laying that down as their defense for what happened. Right. And, and, and while I was sitting there listening to it, I was like, I'm still not getting it. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And it still doesn't make sense to me why you just decided right then and there that I'm going to just burn down the entire city. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, you, you may have a character who has, has flipped a switch, but still, the reasoning isn't there, and again, you know, as you say, the work isn't being shown. Um,
0: a couple other things, uh, and if you guys have stuff, you can jump in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got I, a list of whys and whats. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I wanted to, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about John Snow being known to have killed the Queen. Uh, here's another thing they skipped. Yada yada, didn't show their work on. Um, we know John kills her and Drogon takes her away, which I actually thought was really beautiful. Um, yeah. I, th- I thought that was a really beautiful moment. But we then do the time jump and we have no idea did John turn himself in? Did somebody just assume that he did it because there was a pool of blood? I mean, from what we're shown, nobody saw Daenerys's dead body. Like that—that yeah. that is not something anybody saw except for John and Drogon. And unless
1: they saw. Unless they. Now. I am playing devils advocate sure, go because for it. I totally I totally agree with you by the way. Um it, it's possible that they saw Drogon flying off with her body in in the in his claws. Mm-hmm. Um also remember it's not just Drogon that he gets past when he goes into the to the red keep. It's um it's a bunch of soldiers in a hallway as well. Mm-hmm. So he would have had to have gotten, you know, started to walk down and walk past a whole bunch of soldiers who probably saw that dragon fly off with a dead body in its claws. So that's the only thing that I can think of. Sure. But yeah. He was also, he's also the type of character who'd be like, I totally killed the queen. You should arrest me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, probably. I just, it just would have been, I don't know. I, it, it was interesting to me. And then the uh, kind of part B to that is the fact that after she's dead and they are kept as prisoners. Gray Worm brings Tyrion up to the council, but not John. I'm very confused as to what, like, what is the. I mean, I get, I get the reason that the storytellers didn't want him there because that's not the direction they were going, and it would have been weird. um But I don't get like what the difference between them was. Why Tyrion was like it just it didn't. I didn't understand that that group getting together and what their purpose was with seeing Tyrion.
2: Here's a bigger question. The Unsullied now have King's Landing, right? They've taken King's Landing. They're, you know, keeping it. As soon as that council's done, the Unsullied are like, let's sail back to Essos.
0: Yeah. Well, Ooh. actually, no, they're going to, to Masandi's place, Noth or whatever. Yep. Mm.
1: Going to Noth. But uh, I, I agree again. Like, it doesn't make sense that they just, they just sort of just... <sighs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but they bend over and take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they pretty much just decide that they're just going to be like, well, I guess we don't want to have any more war anymore, even though that's what we've been bred for the entire our entire lives. Um, we you know we don't want to fight anymore. so okay, well, they, they they've made their decision and none of us who are part of that council, um, you know, all right, we'll just uh, just uh, just go back and, you know and once yeah, they, it makes no sense. once they sail away, why why isn't why aren't the starks just
0: like john you can stay here buddy yeah (laughs) Yeah. he's the only one that aided you okay here's
2: here's the biggest issue i have with this episode why is gray worm okay with john joining the night's watch and why is there still a night's watch (laughs) yeah
1: he even says is there still a night's watch
2: yeah and it was the dumbest explanation ever we still need a place to send bad people. Mm-hmm. It's called prison.
0: <laughs> it's it's yeah. called Australia.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The biggest prison
1: ever. And uh, by the way, did they did they also just mend the wall?
0: No, I think that's like, that's part of John's new uh new job. That's his first first day on the job is figuring out how to mend the wall.
1: Apparently not. Oh, apparently I, he's I just gonna go chill with torment. I just got the sense that he was he, he jetted. Once he hit the knight's wall. Oh yeah, he totally. Was, that, no, that's yeah. that's that's what he did. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: What makes Braun suited to be the Master of Coin? <laughs> <laughs> because he's one of our favorite side characters, and yeah, we wanted just, to see him. Whenever they showed that, um, what, what are they called the the High Council or whatever uh-huh. they are? Yeah. And I saw Braun, I'm like, out of all the people, you pick one of the most untrustworthy people to be the yeah. master of coin. <laughs> Right. What are you thinking? Well, I As, mean,
0: yeah. At the end of the day, does any of it matter? I mean, your your king sees everything that was and is and is to come. Like, I mean, I I just I don't understand the 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 brand situation, and and even more than that, I don't understand. Uh, here's another thing: work not shown, yada yada. Why did Brand go from I'm not a Stark, I'm the three eyed Raven, no. I have no interest in being the king to why do you think I came here, buddy? That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I was about to say. <laughs> if like, he doesn't want to be
2: king, don't go to King's Landing. By the way, Aaron, sorry to tell you, his warging during the long night, it's a nothing burger. I know. Yep. It's so frustrating.
1: It was basically just, you know, him keeping tabs yep. on where the guy was. He His, his warging ability just turned into a, a security camera.
0: That's, that's basically all it was good for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Ugh.
2: that... Led nowhere, Arya's face swapping thing led nowhere, you know. And again, I think, yeah. I
0: think they were just, they were scared of the magic. Like they wanted it out of the story. And, I, you know, I, I don't think they realized how much people love that part of these tales, you know. and But it's just not What's what they that? were interested in doing.
1: Let's not forget, at the end of the last episode, Arya jumps on a horse. What
2: happened to (laughs) Artax?
1: Yeah, and and I guess, all right, I'm going to get out of the town, but she's still there at the town. She's still at King's Landing, and I don't even know what that horse thing was, unless it was just like, I'm tired, get me at least outside the city gates, and then I'll, I don't know. I have no idea what that was all about. This is what I thought it was. I thought
2: it was a metaphorical, you know, like a, the pale horse and uh, the name that said on him was death and hell followed with him. You know, that thing from the Bible. Mm-hmm. I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be like Arya was going to, you know, bring hell upon Danny, And I was like, OK, so maybe that isn't John. Maybe that's Arya right there. <laughs> well, because and, what? And didn't he kill her with
1: needle?
0: No, he killed her with a dagger.
1: OK, I thought it was for some reason. I thought it was needle.
0: Mm-mm, I don't so, think so. Mm
1: hmm. Man, you did sort of backing up what you're saying, though, Aaron, like the maybe they just didn't want to do the magic thing. You know, Arya sitting there and we're we're talking about, you know, she can become no one. She can do whatever she wants to kill the queen. Probably if she wants to. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, yet again, they have another uh, way they could have made that happen and didn't. Um, but she says something to the effect of, you know, I know a killer when I see one and and sansa is not going to bow to her and all that and she's not even really like she's i think she's just mentally preparing for some battle at winterfell now mm-hmm. instead of like just let's just go ahead and get this done um she could she could have been just about anybody that she wanted to be and and uh, you know been the one to kill her and would have gone a long way to that whole thing with her saying i'm going to kill the queen through so many episodes and not meaning Cersei in the right. end. Right, yeah. She did have that one moment in the episode, right? And I
0: forget exactly what she... But didn't she say something about killing Yara at one point in the in the yeah. council scene? I was like, yes, uh-huh. right now, do it. I'll get some points. No, I'm just kidding. I yeah. Was never <laughs> gonna yeah, it
2: was something like, uh, speak ill of my brother again. Oh, in, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: Well, it's speak of killing my brother again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they were, they were saying, well, the only way to pay for this was him dying, but... Um, yeah, the gray, like Yara, I don't know. I haven't, I, you know, she obviously fell off the face of the earth after that. Uh, was it the first episode of <laughs> the yeah. season? Uh, I'm surprised that she was so in the tank for Daenerys by the end of it. I know that the Greyjoys and the, you know, the, the iron ship, the iron fleet, they were all with him with her, but mm-hmm. you know, it just didn't seem like it was part of her character really.
0: Well, and it's also interesting that that Sansa was like, "Hey, we want independence." And everybody else was just like, "Yeah, you let them have independence. We we don't want to get in on any yeah. of that."
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because because Sansa is so strong about it, then, you know, you know, she's the only one who can really do this. So <laughs> the- everybody else is just like, "All right, we still like we still like kings around here."
2: I like uh there was a whole bunch of memes of uh Sansa throwing shade at a brand like a He can't walk. He can't father children. He doesn't want to be king. (laughs) Just listing off reasons why Bran shouldn't be king. He doesn't want it. He can't walk. Yeah. He he can't have kids. Oh,
0: yeah. It's true. I will say I did like the the say what you want about Bran being master of coin. I completely agree. But I actually did like that meeting. That was one thing in the second half that I did enjoy. Uh, It reminded me of Old Thrones. It reminded me of, you know, like the idea of, uh, you know, a group of people. You enjoy talking to each other and figuring out how to rule. And there always has been an aspect of this show that actually is about how would ruling actually work in this way. And uh, that kind of got back to that a little bit. Um, So I did enjoy that.
2: But if the show doesn't evolve that council in any way, like making, you know, wiser or better decisions, then the entire show is for nothing for the fact that that's what the show was supposed to be about. The Game of Thrones was trying to find a better people to help rule. And then for to have Braun, I know I'm maybe way overselling this, but Braun being the master of coin and him like being like, oh, I'll get you ships after I get my brothels built, you know, and stuff like that, you know, like it doesn't feel like you want to leave this world and be like, yeah, I'm okay with, you know, Ron being the master of coin.
0: I think I push back on that a little bit because what, how I have understood it, at least from George's uh, things I've heard him say, is that Game of Thrones isn't about finding the right people to rule. It's about understanding that none of us can, like, it's understanding that w- we're all messed up or that, you know, that there are human tendencies in, you know, any quote unquote ruler or king. Um, so I think it kind of plays into that a little bit. But I know we as, as humans want, you know, the right king. But I don't know that George, I don't know that that was ever his point was to be like, oh, here's the the right person to rule or something like that. Again, that can go back to subverting
2: expectations. Right. But, uh, yeah. Eh.
0: Any other parts of the the show that we, I mean, we didn't talk
1: about uh, Ghost getting some love
0: there at the yeah, end? Yeah.
1: So- there was a, a video on Twitter that showed a whole bunch of people watching that part um, in a bar. It's like uh, (laughs) probably like hundreds of people. It's uh, it's Sean
2: Tanktop YouTube the people who all gather together. It's
1: a pretty popular YouTube channel oh really yeah um and uh as soon as that moment happened they all erupt like it's the game (laughs) seven of the world Series. they just wanted something just one little piece
0: yeah yeah oh man
1: um we i don't think we talked about it last episode but this is some sort of thread that kind of uh was weird as well like um uh I, I was under the impression that the Dothraki, at least the Dothraki, were all wiped out right? uh, by the Night King and everything because there was that whole scene, as we all remember, how cool that was that they had the lit up you know, size or whatever it is, and then they all disappeared. And we may saw like a couple of them come back, but it wasn't like hundreds, yeah, yeah. which is what we see by the end of it. And I thought Unsullied were almost the same way, but you know, we don't really see much of the Unsullied other than Grey Worm, you know, living five or six times when he shouldn't. But <laughs> um, uh, So that was a weird thing for me, too, that there was that much army left. Well, at the um, end
2: of The Long Night, you know, there's like the uh, the making of episode or stuff like that where it's Weiss and Benioff talking. Yeah. Benioff says at the end of The Long Night, we are seeing the end of the Dothraki here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How could he not remember two episodes from then that there were still more Dothraki?
0: Well, and I thought it was hilarious when they were showing some of the stuff at the end. There's just like a couple of Dothraki walking down the street like, hey, buddy, how's it going? And yeah. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I see the Dothraki. You're just going to live in peace in King's Landing now because that's mm-hmm. what they're used to. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff like that. I think I liked it more than you guys, though. I know I liked it more than than uh, Andrew, but I, you know, I, I I like it in a way that is just if this is where they wanted to go, fine. For the most part, character wise, I'm fine where people ended up. Uh, it's just I'm not I'm not convinced we got there in any kind of satisfying or convincing way, um, and that's that's just my major issue.
2: I thought of three shows that have worse endings than Game of Thrones. <laughs> is that but... where we're going now?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Feel
2: free. Yeah. Dexter, How I Met Your Mother, and oh, Lost.
1: Dexter. Yeah. Um, I yeah. I've only seen like three, uh, two, two or three seasons of Dexter, and I, I heard that it just got weirder and weirder as it went along. Well, the it's,
2: John Lithgow or John
1: Voight is no, it was John Lithgow. Lithgow yeah, it was Lithgow.
2: That season is like one of the best seasons
0: of any show ever. I'm gonna be honest with you. I remember when I watched the season or the series finale of Dexter. Um, I was uh so angry and upset at whatever happened in that episode that I literally have blocked it from my mind. I don't remember a thing about what happened. I just remember thinking, "Wow, this is not, this is not yeah. the same show." <laughs> His sister
2: died, and he became a lumberjack.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that about sums it up. Yep.
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> and then the Monty Python guys come out and yeah, and sing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, I'll fight you on Lost, but we don't need yeah. to spend the, the next 25 minutes oh, doing that. Come on, that.
2: How I Met Your Mother, that was a horrible season.
0: I n- I've never seen a single episode of How I Met Your Mother, so.
2: Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Because every other yeah. season is amazing.
0: Yeah. yeah. It has a laugh track, doesn't it? Oh, that's right. It's just hard for me. Laugh tracks are so difficult for me. Yeah. So, I know that's not fair. I know I I genuinely know you can write funny stuff that has a laugh track. It's just It just, for whatever reason, it grates on me. So, uh, yeah, I've never seen an episode. Um, anything else about this episode before we kind of go into our uh, our ratings?
3: Uh,
0: I, think, I so. think I'm good. All right. I think we've covered pretty much all of it. Uh, you know what we didn't cover? We didn't cover Drogon melting the throne. So, oh, yeah. Andrew, you should feel good about that. You said a dragon was going to melt the throne.
2: I did. I predicted it, but I also thought that Drogon would be smart enough to... Kill John.
0: <laughs> and he's I think like, the idea is that Drogon knows that he can't kill John. Right? That's what that's what I assumed. He was can just eat him though? Yeah, <laughs> he can eat him. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. That's a fair point.
2: If you're not going to show that John can't be burned by fire, right? Then you have to assume John can be burned by fire. Yeah. We can say all day long since he's a Targaryen he can't be burned, but. Danny's brother got melted with gold, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it maybe it was just Danny.. Mm-hmm. I forever thought that they, they were gonna show John, you know, not getting burnt or anything, but until they did, you Although, know, it could be up in the
1: air. I guess now that I think about it, you know, remember that gold melting scene. She says, a dragon can't be uh, killed by fire. Um, and and it's basically saying that he was no dragon. Yeah. Maybe, maybe John wasn't like. Maybe he wasn't impervious to fire.
0: Yeah, and it could be.
1: I didn't. I, I'd forgotten that she said that at the end of that episode, because uh, fire cannot kill a dragon is the last line of that. And yeah. If if if, it, if her brother's not, then maybe John's not either.
0: I was just waiting for Drogon to turn around and pop an egg out, and then uh, John would have his own. Oh bread and- yeah. <laughs> yeah with sound effects and everything that would have been awesome all right and uh, then yoshi popped out <laughs> that's right yeah yeah exactly um okay so let's go ahead and give our ratings uh, chris why don't you start what would you grade the finale this the series finale of game of thrones
1: it's so strange rating these episodes because there's so many like things that are good about them but like the the way they get there just doesn't make any sense at all mm-hmm. So like, it, it, this episode, I feel like if you if if you somehow were able to disconnect it from the rest of the entire series, <laughs> yeah, it's an awesome episode. Okay, but like, uh, you can't. It's the last episode of a great series, and it has to at it has to at least like. You know it it, while it while it may have made a lot of mistakes during its floor uh exercise Mm -hmm. it should still be able to get that last landing in and it's and you know and it gives us everything and so i have to give this a d okay fair enough um yeah i definitely
0: like this episode more than you guys i give it a b minus i enjoyed the first half a b a b (laughs) minus cool (laughs) I just I really liked the first I really enjoyed the first half of stuff I I really did it was only once that council started that I was just that just stuff did not make sense to me um after that so enough good moments for me to bring it up in that b-minus range nice Andrew I think I have an idea
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's F, an F. It's an F. <laughs> That's a different letter of the alphabet. It's between F and G. Yeah. F. It's the F. An F minus. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, just just to uh, let everybody know that this episode, we remember the uh, previous two episodes were one of the, some of the lowest rated Game of Thrones has ever mm-hmm. had. Uh, this one is by far the lowest. Uh, it is at 4.3 <laughs> wow yeah that's amazing that's how much it pissed everybody off
2: here's another thing um and i don't you guys probably don't give any levity to this at all but on imdb they have the top 100 shows of all time game of thrones was number one or three mm-hmm. it dropped all the way to number six Interesting. because of this final episode well and i know you know that's just it's fan um you know immediate hate you know just sure, backlashing sure, and stuff sure. i have i posted a video for like the first time ever on my youtube page it's 5 minutes of me scrolling through imdb's reviews and every single one of them is a one star review <laughs>
0: um yeah yeah there's there is there's obviously a little bit of that immediacy backlash kind of thing but no i think i think they made I just don't, I again, I don't know where it, it has to come from. They just needed to finish and so they had to rush it. That's that's where it has to come from. Here's my question How does it impact the overall show for you? Andrew, you've talked about this a little bit, but why don't we give our grades for Game of Thrones, the TV show now? Um, you know, how does where does it land for you? Based how much does this final season and this final episode impact your overall view of this show. And I know it's complex and it's nuanced and you yeah. know boiling it all down to one letter is, you know, unfair. Um but just, you know, just as an idea. I don't know how this will impact rewatchability
2: mm-hmm. because there's so much good in those first 4 seasons, but I don't know if it was the mystery of how is this is going to play out and now I know how it's going to play out. Mm-hmm. Uh but you know, it's just great performances and stuff like that. I would probably give Game of Thrones still like an A minus.
1: Okay, I what? probably would still give it an A minus. Chris, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm the same. I, I I even though I felt like this season was just a total letdown, it's it's uh it's one of, it's one of the fastest hours on television, even the ones that have been bad uh like this episode it was 30 or 40 minutes in before i looked down to see what time it was mm-hmm. and um and so i had not had that experience since breaking bad uh which obviously it stuck its landing yeah and, agreed um you can watch the entire series knowing that this has a satisfying conclusion i think exactly what andrews saying though once you know where this is headed all that stuff that you thought was important Um and uh, is is going to be a big deal by the end of the end of the the series. Just isn't going to matter anymore. We're going to pick up on some things that are kind of fun, like we're going to see like you know uh, story arcs from Bran and Danny or whatever that we didn't really pay much attention to before. But that's also that's also us after the fact finding things that you know maybe they didn't even intend. So right. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I have to agree. It's gotta be an A minus. I mean, there's the, the, the show never really was like super slow or, you know, you didn't, I didn't feel like I needed to take a break from it ever. So, you know, Yeah. very
0: nice. Well, this is, uh. This is this is interesting. A minus is what I was going to go with as well. So I guess we all agree on it. Um, Yeah, I just think I think it lands. Of course, what's interesting is I think before the season begun, um, I would say I probably liked it less than you two. Uh, Not that I didn't like it, um, but I think especially Andrew, I know you were a super fan. Um, I thought
2: season seven was good. Yeah. and
0: I'm like one of four people who thought season seven was good. Do you feel bad about that that opinion now?
2: No, because I still think season seven is good or yes, season 7 can is good. You
0: start to see the problems that that the final season was plagued by in season 7. You start to see them rushing forward to different events and those kind of things. But there's enough like structure and hope for the end, you know, that that it that, that it works. That's
2: what I was about to say. Maybe I was just uh,
0: hoping against hope that this
2: um after watching season 7 I'm like Man, I hope that they can. I know there's only six episodes, but hopefully they can pull it off, you know, because I love the show and I think that, you know, they've shown that they could possibly do it. They didn't. Unfortunately,
0: Uh, um, one of my favorite things that has happened on social media in response to the show not sticking the king's landing uh, is that people are uh, I've seen person after person talk about uh, the last airbender uh, TV show as a show that has a. Crazy in depth, you know, world building, lots of characters that did stick the landing, and um, man, I, I couldn't agree with the sentiment more. That if if you want a show like this that has that understands the magic and the mystery and how it plays in to the reality of what's going on in the show, and is willing to actually take it to a place that's uh, satisfying, um, I think uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender is is definitely one to watch. Have you ever seen Full Metal Alchemist? I have not.
2: Okay, because I was going to. No, I've heard. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And like Aaron just said, it's a show that has, you know, the mystical, magical elements to it. They try and pass it off as science, but they do a really good job of it. But it sticks to Landing because it focuses on a central villain, whereas, you know, Game of Thrones for so many seasons, as we've said a plethora of times, that the Night King was the big bad. And since he dies in the third episode of this season it's like well where does the show go from here you know you built it up
1: complete with an ice dragon too by the way yeah i mean if 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 danny's dragon's going to lay waste to king's landing and everybody's gonna miss it when it shoot when they shoot at it you know i feel like the night king could have laid waste to all of winterfell if he wanted to uh you know we're going back to that episode what,
2: what is it with people throwing or shooting javelins where the first time they do it they're amazing at it like whenever uh euron shot regal out of the sky mm-hmm. and then whenever the night king threw the javelin and killed the other dragon you know with his first one but every single javelin after that he missed
1: yeah plot armor man yeah <laughs>
0: um speaking of the the long night uh do we wish the series had ended there instead of here yeah well how do you mean i mean do we wish these last three episodes didn't exist or that they had worked some of the plot stuff from these last three episodes you know before do we wish we had finished with the death of the night king is yes. basically what i'm asking
1: yeah i think I, it would have been nice had had bran needed to get out of Winterfell and, and it, and it sort of took it down to King's Landing in some way. And again, we're, we're writing the show ourselves at this point, but uh, I feel like uh, at least he should have left Winterfell and they should have still been a threat uh, afterwards. And, you know, you can still get your, your big Arya moment. You can still, you can still, I mean, yeah, I just, I feel like, that, I mean, of course, then you just rewrite almost everything at that <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. No, sure. Um, but uh, I still think that um, it, you know, it would have made a more logical conclusion to this, especially since they made. I think we talked about this before. Uh, it, they made this out to be here's the thing that is going to unite us for once. Uh, we have to beat these guys. And, uh, and then, and then to, for it to just end at Winterfell, like it was nothing was, uh, you know, that was, that was a big, huge mistake I felt that they made. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I think the thing with Arya for me is, is I didn't like, I liked Ninja Arya. I didn't want her to be like, oh, I'm never going to do these things again. I wanted her to use them for good. Like, that's what I thought the whole point of her character was, is that she wasn't willing to give away Needle. Because she wanted to retain that stark part of her, mm-hmm. but still take what she had learned and do amazing stuff with it. But at the end, it was like, no, her lesson was, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go be, you know, Aria Columbus and sail west. So, yeah.
3: <sighs>
0: <laughs> hey, why wasn't Bran in that um, alternating stark shot thing that happened at the end, where it was like alternating between Sansa and John and Aria? Like, Why wasn't what's I mean, uh, why is, isn't a Brand Stark too? I don't know, I just felt a little weird to me,
2: yeah. Well, everything, oh, they just about kind of, yeah, everything didn't about get coverage of him, or something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything about this last episode. I'm like, why did you do that? So, that was just another thing that just. Yeah. why 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 didn't you do that or something like that so
1: all right
0: well let's mm-hmm. let's move on to the game of the awards uh so we're gonna talk first about moment of the week Andrew do you have any nominees I do okay I'm gonna nominate
2: whenever Danny is walking towards the uh the stairwell and you see drogon's
0: wings flap up behind her and it mm-hmm. looks like she oh, has goodness the wings gracious
1: what a great moment yeah
0: yeah that was incredible that was absolutely incredible um Chris got any nominations?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, John stabs, uh, Danny Mm -hmm. and, um, and, uh, basically puts, uh, Westeros in a constitutional crisis. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
0: Um, uh, some other moments I enjoyed, although I, I will almost certainly vote for one of those. Uh, I enjoyed the uncle shaming. Um, I thought that was hilarious. Um, I enjoyed the chair straightening. Uh, that Tyrion did uh, and then them all coming in and messing up the chairs I thought that was funny Uh, (laughs) um, and like I said I really uh, bought into the emotion of him finding his siblings bodies Uh, even though there's some things I don't understand about that I don't I mean it looked like the whole place was caving in on them I didn't realize it was just like a little bit of a just a little avalanche that happened right on them. You know
2: what? I th- I swear I thought this was going to happen. Cersei was going to be alive, and she's going to be like, "Kill me," and that he was going <laughs> to strangle her, and then that would have been the prophecy come true. Nice, nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I thought that, but <laughs> yeah, no, nothing. Nothing about this season has has taught but you to think that.
1: <laughs> by the way, did uh, was there some talk in an earlier episode? Because a- as a lot of people have pointed out. Bran has has officially been on his throne for many seasons now. He was he's in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that wheelchair constructed by Targaryens or was the the blueprint by Targaryens because there is some sort of see that, that's the thing. There is poetic uh, you know sort of licenses going on with Bran being the king. Mm-hmm. But but I, I even though I don't agree with it but uh, that was something that I thought was kind of interesting. If that's if that's something that I heard correctly, that the Targaryens uh, designed that kind of that wheelchair. I, I, I think, think it's you're right. Him, I think it's him and Tyrion uh, talking mm-hmm. uh, in the second episode, and uh, you know the whole thing where Tyrion says you know the history of all of our family and all that. But they're talking about his wheelchair as well, and I think it says the Targaryens. Uh, designed it which would be poetic because they also designed the Iron Throne and um, yeah. you know
0: yeah I think if I'm remembering correctly and it might not be but um, I think he said something about a maester that that, that built it based on a Targaryen um, designer idea mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I think that's I, if I'm remembering correctly I mm-hmm. I think that yeah, was that makes the sense. idea
2: have you guys seen the pictures of what the Iron Throne really should have looked like no that george r. r martin uh posted it is way more imposing than what the show has shown us i know the show's version is like one of the most iconic like mm-hmm. set pieces like in tv history but if they would have gone with what george r. r martin the artwork he had it's it would have been super cool
0: you mean it was because it's been melted now andrew i don't know if you know this a dragon mm-hmm. melted it mm-hmm. is that what happened i kind of yeah. blacked out during the episode yeah, mm-hmm. mor- morning mm-hmm. breath mm mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, with dragon Daenerys. I think that's, that's my favorite moment of the,
1: uh, the, for sure. Yeah. I
0: think that's pretty incredible. Uh, let's talk about some of the lines we liked from the week. Uh, Chris, why don't you start us off? If you have a nomination,
1: I'm going to nominate a line and I am not sure if Weiss and Benioff meant for this line to have the double meaning that I may have thought may think that. it. Had. Okay. Uh, but there's a point where John asks Danny, "What about all the people out there who think that they, their way is good?" Right. And she says, uh, "They don't get a they don't get a choice, or they don't get a is that what she says? Yeah. They don't, they don't get, get a, to choose. They don't get to choose. And the double meaning that I take from that is all the people who think things are good are us, the audience."
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and, interesting. Like it's a meta conversation, Oh man.
1: That's actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't, like I said, I don't know if they meant for it to be that way. Uh, they, I mean, it, you're, you're talking about two writers who have really, really started drinking <laughs> their own Kool-Aid at that point. Um, uh, you know, like, haha ha, they're just going to have to take it. And I have seen a lot of defense of them too. Um, you know, uh, I saw a tweet. I thought it was pretty ridiculous uh, yesterday, saying something to the effect that if Twitter existed when Return of the Jedi came out, here's what people would have been saying. And I was like, eh, no, no, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have been saying this. I mean, yeah, there would have been people disappointed in Return of the Jedi, but yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know, it's not it's, the same thing. It's
0: not. It's 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 inter- interesting because it's more of what. Um, social media and the ability to communicate like this has fostered in us over time. Right. It's, it's mm-hmm. hard to, it's, it's obviously hard to remember, uh, you know, through my childhood, I mean, optimism and fun and love and stuff was just what you did as a kid. Like, you know, the, and, and adults just didn't care about the stuff we cared about. You know what I mean? And now we're, we're mm-hmm. in a, a world where not only can we say anything publicly to thousands of people at any time, um, adults care about the the stuff you know that's important to the kids. you know what I mean? So it's it's I and mean, it's just a different time. It's just totally different. yeah. So I don't think Return of the Jedi would have seen, even if Twitter had existed, um, yeah. it's not what the adults would have been talking about. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Did people not like Return of the Jedi? Yeah. No. There were a lot of people that didn't like Return of the Jedi. Uh, yeah. And it.
1: and 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 just because Twitter would have existed doesn't doesn't make their opinions any different, right? Like I like that's the that's sort of what they're it seems like they're saying like in some weird paradoxical way that well Twitter is the reason why people come out and say this type of stuff when they were saying that thing to their friends, right? You know, I mean, it just, it, it I, I shrug at those type of things. Uh, uh, it, it, goes back to, you know, I, I, we, we've dealt with this as, you know, you, you probably deal with this occasionally as a critic, Aaron. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, uh, we, and we have dealt with it as, you know, uh, a channel that, uh, at CinemaSins that, you know, goes, uh, super deep and like crazy on nitpicks and everything. And people always re- willing, people are always ready to have that whole you have to be able to make something before you criticize it thing. And mm-hmm. that's just completely wrong. It's just completely wrong. Just because, just because we agree to watch something doesn't mean that we have to like, it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, that's uh, true. so, um, and just because we, just because we haven't made anything, you know, it's, it's the old, uh, the old thing about, you know, going to a restaurant and you get a steak and it doesn't taste very good. Well then, can you actually criticize it because you don't know how to make that steak and uh, and it's and it's uh it's absurd, it's absurd.
0: yeah, for sure.
1: Um, all right, uh, Andrew, do you have any lines? Uh, I was gonna go
0: with uh, sit down, uncle. Yeah, that's a good line. Yeah. Um, here are uh, three others that I enjoyed. Uh, I betrayed my closest friend. now Varus's ashes can tell my ashes see I told you um Mm -hmm. the idea of his ashes saying i told you so is uh very funny to me um you are my queen now and always which is what john said as he's killing her yeah that's kind
2: of like i'll never let go jack moment you know like you'll be my queen then he kills her i'll never let go
0: let's go yeah (laughs) yeah um i found that i found that meaningful uh why do you think i came all this way brand to yeah i hate that (laughs) <laughs> I, that, if, if
2: there was one line
0: i can't vote for it's that one <laughs> it's just such a weird thing for him to say it's just like this I mean, he's been this just distant aloof three-eyed raven everything happens for a reason i exist outside of this time i am not brand stark and then all of a sudden he's like you know i'm brand broken um uh, yeah i'm totally down for this that's why i'm here <laughs> it's
1: like mm-hmm. who are you yeah. Like I, yeah, I've been I've been sitting back here in the weeds knowing this would happen, and and I'm 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 happy to go ahead and take it. Yeah, here's why
2: I don't like Bran on the throne mm-hmm. because I picked him to be on the throne in the first week. I know, and I, we're I, gonna go there, and yeah, then I for dropped sure. him because I'm like, no, I don't want this kid on the throne. I know, boy, yeah. we
0: were yeah, we're gonna re- we're we're gonna revisit your crucial mistakes, Andrew uh, here in a little My bit.
2: Crucial mistake was watching this season. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs>
0: um yeah so those are some of my lines uh that i enjoyed as well um what do you guys vote for andrew what do you vote for
2: uh you know what i'm actually gonna go with chris's line yeah if, the, that's if right. the metaphor the metanus was there then yeah that's a really good cool, an interesting line
0: yeah 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 no i'll go with that mm-hmm. for sure uh do we have a character of the week probably Tyrion. i think it's got to be Tyrion. any other nominations
1: I mean, Bran, because I mean, <laughs> you know, just because he's king. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he he is the winner <laughs> out won, of all of this.
0: He won Game of Thrones. Yeah,
2: actually, yeah. I think if we're gonna vote for character of the series, I think it's got to be Tyrion as well. Yeah, no, I think so too. Oh, easily. You know,
1: it's interesting. Um, Go ahead, Chris. Oh, the the, the one of Tyrion, uh, one of Peter Dinklage's line readings in this episode was one of his best ever. And uh, it was when Bran says, "I want you to be my hand of the king," and he's like, "No, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's no. like, no, no, not me." That was great. <laughs> like, that that no. no. The way he said that was just fantastic.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that was amazing. Um, <laughs> I totally forgot that's how he said it, but now I totally see it. He's like,
1: "No." no. <laughs> <laughs> He's still, like, chained up and everything. Yeah. He doesn't even know what Grey Worm still wants to do with him. And, yeah. That's great. And, uh, and But he's just like, no. I just, uh, you know, I've uh, already made so many mistakes as as the hand and, and everything. I did think it was kind of cool. I think, doesn't, in the first season, doesn't Tyrion, doesn't he pee off of the wall? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he says it's only a matter of years mm-hmm. uh, where you'll be driven to go... Pee off the wall or like off pee, the a, of pee of the off world. the edge of yeah, the world. Yeah, yeah, and I thought that was a cool little uh bring back mm-hmm. Well, and then that, that brings up a question
0: because he also says some point maybe right there in that same conversation. I actually forget, but you know, ask me in ten years. And mm-hmm. I, is the show setting up the possibility of bringing these characters back at some point in the future? Like, is that why a lot of this stuff happened? Is they wanted to leave it open in it? Is it possible the dragon's going to heal Danny and you know, and I don't know. I'm just like, there's a lot of open-endedness to the the way this ended, which is fine. I just wonder if they did it purposefully.
1: I have no I mean, idea. <laughs> certainly gives them the option. Yeah. Should, should they want to. It's a safety um, vest.
0: I mean, but, you, you know, you,
1: like, like I was saying about the Aria thing uh, earlier is that, you know, a lot of people, and I would watch this show, you know, Aria going west of Westeros and seeing what's, you know, in the Americas mm-hmm. essentially and all that um but you know hbo said something to the effect of a show's got to end sometime or something and i was like well you got 14 season of curb your Th- curb your enthusiasm so i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah. but That's uh, a little different. but uh what's it's that it's a little different it's a tad <laughs> bit a different tad. and i like i like curb your enthusiasm by the way i'm not being disparaging of it but if you're going to make that as your answer then yeah <laughs> you know
0: Um, yeah, I can see, here's what I can see. Um, in fact, I, I can believe they've even had these conversations already, but I can see four, five years from now, game of Thrones, the movie picking up 10 years after, you know, the, the events of the, the final episode, something like that. I I mean, can you tell me people wouldn't lose their minds for that? Like, I, I just think, you know, you bring back, it's much easier to bring back these actors and actresses. For a movie than it is to keep mm-hmm. them trapped in Iceland for another ten years. You know what I mean. One. I'm tired of one people
1: thing, saying that. thing though is that TV shows like this rarely ever have a great movie I know. that comes afterwards. I'm an X Files um, fan, don't I know it? You're a what? A, an X Files fan. Oh yeah, and that was that's the example that I was going to bring because you know, at the end of X-Files, you're like, I have so many questions. (laughs) And then the two movies come out, and you're like, they're going to answer the questions. Oh, they didn't answer the questions? Oh, oh. (laughs) They were really long episodes. (laughs) Yeah, and, uh, you know, HBO themselves, the Entourage movie was notoriously horrible, Sex and the City and its sequel, notoriously horrible. Uh, They've never really had good luck with them. Well, they've got the Deadwood. Deadwood. Yeah, they've
0: got the Deadwood movie coming out this week, so it'll be interesting Mm. to see how that goes for them yeah interesting um all right let's uh let's move on to the game of predictions then uh we'll check in and andrew is correct if he had stuck with Brand the broken from episode one. He would be our winner. Yeah, but um, that's not how I'd like to win. <laughs> sour grapes. Come on, man. This <laughs> is the same guy that brings up being upset that the gray worm won't die every single Why episode. Why didn't <laughs>
2: gray worm die?
0: Um, and I even last week, Chris. I even was like, "You sure you don't want to pick?" You nudged
1: You nudged him towards I, me. You know. And I, uh, you know, the it it um, you know. I've, I now have the uh, magical ability of hindsight. Oh yeah, right. But it, Bran being king was just as ridiculous as Bron being king to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and and the fact that Bron is even in a high level of gov- government and he's like you know three or four away from the throne <laughs> at right. this point. Is a a minor victory on my part, but (laughs) maybe um, maybe that's the but yeah, maybe that's the game
0: of thrones sequel is a designated survivor, but it's Braun that's the only one, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, exactly. But uh,
1: but yeah, you know, it may, you know, I probably should have just picked him because he was the easiest uh one after Mm -hmm. that, but I really, I really did think that the show wasn't going to just go there. And, and again, their reasons are awful for making him King, uh, by the end of this, uh, if, if, if they had made that thread through again, through the, through the first five episodes where, man, he just, he helps out in some amazing way that everybody's like, Oh my gosh, Bran is Bran's my boy, man. Bran knows all the stuff. And you know, Even if he gave them, gave a bunch of people like a bunch of options and said, all right, Mm -hmm. here's option A, this might happen. Option B, this might happen. Option C, let's pick the best one out of that. And, you know, even if he had done that, that would have been more than what he did in the entire last season. Yeah. I can't have the guy who killed Hodor being the king of the (laughs)
2: six
0: kingdoms. Hodor sacrificed his own life.
2: Did he, though, or did Bran <laughs> mess with his brain and it's a force fair him down this path? It is
0: a fair argument, just for Just so sure. he could
2: get away from a bunch of cold meth heads.
0: Uh, well, the good news, Chris, is it, it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, it would have just been an, uh, one more point on your lead. Um, so I started the week with eight. I lost a point because I had Daenerys on my Thrones team, uh, but I gained that point back because I picked her um, on my death team uh so i had eight to finish the week because i gained one and lost one andrew had seven to start the week and he does get a point um for what do you did you oh for the bonus question oh, okay. you were the only one to get the bonus question right which in case you don't remember was will Arya kill anyone you were the only one that said no yep um and i, bl- ah. I blame you for the fact that Arya mm-hmm. didn't get to use her ninja skills Um, Yeah, I'm going to let you off the hook, Dan and Dave. (laughs) And then Chris started the week with 10 and then had no points, uh, but 10 will take it home. So congratulations, Chris. You are the
1: throne winner.
0: Sweet. Chris sits on the throne. And you know what?
1: Considering all the things that just weirdly happened in this season, it's amazing Mm -hmm. that any of us scored (laughs) (laughs) points. Because it just... None of the things made sense. Like you're sitting there, like I think back to the first episode we did, the pre-episode, mm-hmm. where the question was, "Will this season disappoint us?" And I was like, "Why start now?" <laughs> and uh, and that that episode will be memorialized in time yeah. to me that I that I you know it's it's like the movie that goes back in time, and mm-hmm. it's like you know. You know, the person is like, I don't know who this is. It's Picasso something, you know, like Titanic. Yeah. But like, uh, you know, this is one of those things where somebody makes an outrageously wrong prediction. No, it's not going to yeah. disappoint us. They've had two years to do six episodes. <laughs> this is going to be bomb. <laughs>
0: um. Well, I actually listened to some of that today and we weren't all wrong. Like, Andrew, you talked about the dragons melting the throne which did happen not in the way necessarily you thought it was going to happen but you know that was something that did happen that way um you know the mad queen thing did happen um we predicted that pretty early um Mm -hmm. chris you said something that caught my attention when i was re-listening about jamie that turned out to be right you of the three of us weren't as uh sure that he was a redeemable character and you Mm -hmm. you very specifically said something in that episode uh, about he's he's just kind of lazy good. Like everything he does is, <laughs> is you could see it is honorable, but it's just because it's the choice in front of him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And man, that really resonated with me thinking about his decision to leave Breanne and like his drunken hookup. And it was all just kind of like... He never really was good in a lot of, you know what I mean? So it's, I found that very interesting to kind of hear some of our thoughts before the season started.
2: Did you guys have to pause whenever Brianne was updating Jamie's night's page? (laughs) Because it was like a a second per time she was writing. I'm like, okay, I got to read all this. Why are you giving me time?
1: Yeah, like we don't need to see her reflecting every single time she writes something. Yeah. You can just show the page as she writes stuff down. You know, it, it was like it was like the it's like Doogie Hauser for Game of Thrones, where you know, <laughs> like at the end of De- Doogie Hauser he's always like writing like some journal entry at the end of the episode. I don't know if you guys ever saw Doogie. Howser. Oh yeah. Um and and uh, and you know they always would show like mid sentence they would show. Doogie Howser just kind of like, what am I going to write next? Yeah. And this is what they did with Look Brienne up into the left sort thing. of thing. <laughs> yeah. That was one of
0: my favorite memeable moments, the things that people had her writing in that book.
1: Oh, that was fantastic. Um, oh, is you, there some good stuff? Oh,
0: yeah. If you ever get a chance, just do a little bit of an uh, internet search for that meme because it's, it's funny. People are funny. Oh, yeah. That's the winner from Game of Thrones this year. <laughs> the, what memes the memes <laughs> oh i would say so <laughs> it's just been absolutely wonderful um so there you go chris is the winner 10 to 8 to 8 andrew we are tied yeah. um in second place uh, kind of like sansa
2: <laughs> i will tell you whenever uh they announced
0: as soon as they said that bran was going to be king i was just
2: mother <laughs>
3: <laughs> mm-hmm
0: <laughs> yeah, I did. I mean, it was like, I think Andrew dropped. Yep, Andrew dropped him. You had him in the first episode. Yeah. That's six points, man. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, sure yeah. yeah, sure you are, buddy. Um, all right, let's move on to the questions for this week. Thank you for getting those in. And we'll also do the drawing for the uh, the Daenerys statue that it continues to decrease in value uh, every single yes. episode. Uh, we'll start here. This one comes from... No, L- she's not smiling. No, she's I not. I just noticed that. No, she's not. No. Um, yeah, she may be flipping the bird. No, maybe I'm missing miss that. Uh, All right, let's see here. Uh, This is what Lee has to say. Hey, guys. I just want to start off by saying that I'm a huge, huge fan of both the Sincast and Sif Pop. And I just want to say, you know, thank you guys for all the work that you've been doing. My question for you guys this week is that now that we've seen the finale of Game of Thrones, what would have been your biggest or most insane finale that you would have liked to have seen? Uh, for me personally, I think it would have been hilarious if at the very end, after it fades to black, that it fades back in. And it's actually we find out the whole Game of Thrones had been just a giant D&D session the whole time <laughs> with uh, the main characters being the players. Uh, so just want to see what you guys think. That's hilarious, by the way. Yeah, I would love that. Like you've got Peter Dinklage just in like a Metallica t-shirt and, you know, jeans. <laughs>
1: it would still have a 4.3 on the IMDb. <laughs> that's right. It's
0: not like it would do any worse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Lee, that's a great idea. What about you guys? What are, What's like a big fun idea that you, you know, had or would have for how the, the series would end? Andrew, do you want to start? There was one that I read,
2: uh, like in season four. You know, people are predicting the endings and stuff, and uh, this one stuck with me as like the best possible outcome was that um, after the series ends, it uh, it shoots up and Hodor jumps out of bed, and Catelyn's like, "Honey, what's wrong?" And he's like, "Oh, I just had the craziest dream," (laughs) and then he goes over to the window and sees the fool Ned walking around in the courtyard.
0: Nice. Oh, man. nice
1: uh chris you have any um as this season went along and i made a lot of outrageous predictions i kept wanting them to be true mm-hmm. <laughs> me too me <laughs> too um because they were so insane and um i for the, the one that i thought was you know the most insane and would have been awesome though is just that King's Landing is just in tatters. There's no way that it can be the capital anymore. There's no way they can rebuild all of that, and they have to make Highgarden the, uh, the official, uh, you know, capital again. But because Bronn has been bequeathed uh, Highgarden, he is officially the next in line <laughs> for the throne. And so I, 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 I was sitting there like, you know, because. You know, I mean, Danny really did a number on King's Landing. I mean, she's all excited about seeing the Iron Throne in that just room full of ash, you know, that she, or was it snow? <laughs> um, See, I don't, it could be a combination uh, of both. Winter did come, so. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I knew that Danny was going to have to die, although that would have been awesome too. Um, if, if Danny found a way to survive this and, and, you know, tyranny just ends up ruling in the end anyway, um, because that's just the way it goes. Mm -hmm. And it goes all the way back to what Cersei says. You, you either, you either win or you die. And, uh, and it, and it would have made a lot of sense for her to just take it. And John's an ineffectual nothing and doesn't do anything about it. And uh and nobody kills her and she just rules and then she just goes over and lays waste all those towns that she was talking about at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Um so I mean that was another thing that could have happened. Uh very, very early on, uh, you know, uh Andrew stole my uh night king taking the throne uh you know mm-hmm. that still would've been a better I think right ending. A, I, yeah, I think a lot of people uh, thought that that could be a possibility. Was that they're just they just you know they just overrun King's Landing and then he gets to just kind of sit there and and be king. Uh, so any of those three really would have been would have been fun. And I think uh, I don't know if they're necessary. I mean, again, you'd have to show your work to get to right those things. So, um, so I don't think that just out of nowhere that would have been a good ending. But uh, given the proper treatment, I think all any of those three would have been fun. Um, I mine
0: kind of leaps off of that, and again, this was my favorite thing that I that well, I wouldn't call it a prediction because I never expected it to happen. But it was my favorite thing that my brain did it's while thinking about the, Yeah, my favorite thing my brain did while while thinking about the end. It combines the Night King on the throne with the Bran is the Night King. Uh, idea and the yeah. idea being that the series ends after basically the same way we saw it but then brand starts to smile and we see it fade into him you know actually being the night king and it and it does that flashback thing where it shows you all the moments where he led everything to this
1: moment uh yeah. as <laughs> the the night king. So yes <laughs> yes Oh, it would have been so awesome! It would have been chill and right? to see all the stuff that he did to get to that point. And
2: Sansa drops her drops her coffee mug and it shatters on the floor.
3: And then he starts walking. Given he starts walking,
1: given the mistakes that this last season made, there probably would be a coffee mug to drop, <laughs> right?
2: Oh, did you see the water bottle
0: in this yes, episode? Yes, there were water bottles at the council. That's amazing.
1: Oh my god!
0: I can't. I I just uh, it's, uh, that's just. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. The Kaiser Soze ending is the one that I wanted to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be a lot of fun. Uh, thank you for the question, Lee. Uh, we also have a final question from John. Both of you, by the way, will be entered into the drawing. Uh John says, what are your hopes for the Game of Thrones prequel series? And I think this is a good opportunity to kind of talk about the future of Thrones and, you know, kind of what are you hoping to see? Now, I, I looked up. Uh, a little bit about the Game of Thrones thing, and they are shooting the pilot for this in June. So, oh, um, wow. so this is something that is happening and happening soon. Is it um, Weiss and Benioff? I don't believe it is because they're they're going to be busy on Star Wars stuff. Mm, uh, poor Star Wars. So um, mm. he's he mm. basically the the programming president uh, Casey basically said, "I'm not clarifying anything other than yes, we shoot the pilot <laughs> in June." Um, there are two more in development beyond that, but there's nothing else to report. Uh, so so they've already got three in development. One of them is shooting uh, next month. You know, a, I mean, June's a week away. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I, and that makes sense, right? Like HBO is going to want to milk this cow. So how do we feel about it? What do we think is going to happen? All those kind of things.
1: In this um, in this prequel, dude, we don't know anything about this prequel. Then we don't know where it starts or anything. I am not necessarily interested in them telling the story that we've only heard in flashbacks in this uh, season. I I want it to go farther back than that, um, because if this is all about, you know, uh, leading up to the Mad King and Jamie killing him and. Um, you know, and, and all the whole drama with, uh, you know, Lyanna Stark and, and, uh, you know, I, I, am not, I'm not really down with that necessarily. I want to be, I want there to be a story that just kind of, uh, can exist on its own without, without getting into that story that we know. And that it's, you know, it's just as interesting and, and compelling.
0: Yeah, I I would agree with that uh, quite a bit. Andrew, some of your thoughts?
2: Um, I actually wouldn't mind that, but I think that there's a book that my friends have read. It's one of the prequel books called The Hedge Knight that they say is incredible. And I know nothing about it, but from as much as they praise it, these are like huge Game of Thrones book fans Mm -hmm. and stuff. And they say if they were to adapt one of them, they would hope it would be The Hedge Knight. So
0: yeah, I think there's a lot of lore there. Um, I am. My understanding is it's going to be thousands of years before this. So yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it'll definitely be different. Um, I don't know. I for me, if it, it, it really comes down to how well it's done, you know. And my issue is, my concern, I should say, is if it's any indication how this series went once they lost George's writings. You know what I mean? And they had to kind of get there on their own. Um, That's what I worry about at the prequel. If it's, you know, if it's based on a complete work by an author who has fleshed it out, I'm going to be a little bit more confident than if they're just basing it off of a couple paragraphs that said something in, you know, one periphery material. What do you guys think of this? Mm.
2: So if you remember in one of the Three-Eyed Ravens uh, flashbacks, it shows the Fae turning a human into the Night King. What if the if the new show is like the war between the Fey and humans, and like the very end of it is when they turn uh, the guy into the Night King,
0: and like mm. like that's how it yeah. ends? I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm yeah I'm I'm fine with taking a look at that. I I can tell you this: I'm gonna watch the first few episodes. You know what I mean? It's not it's not an if. I am definitely gonna check it out. But well, we um... need a reason to bring Sith the Thrones back. So yeah, <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, we'll definitely check it out when it happens. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit tentative, especially after this final season. Uh, if, if they can, uh, they kind of pull it off, but it it depends on who's running it, right? Like it depends on who, who's kind of telling the story and how well they do it. So it'll be fascinating. I'm also fascinated to see what they do with the star Wars trilogy. Now that it's announced that theirs is the one that's up next. Um, Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see, you know, how they handle that too. So very fascinating stuff. Yep. Uh, all right. Um, let, let's get on to the drawing. There were 15 entries uh, for this thing, 15 questions that we took on the show. Um, and I have put them into a random number generator, one through 15, and had it draw a number. And the winner of the Daenerys bust is Tom Trainer. Congratulations Woo! to Tom. Yay! Good job, Tom. So, Tom, uh, if you know how to get in touch with me on Twitter, you can DM me, and uh, we will set it up and make sure we get you your prize. Do you
2: happen to know what Tom's
0: question was? Just I I don't. Okay, I don't remember. Hmm. Uh, I don't have that in front of me. That's fine. But thank you, Tom. Thanks for everybody who participated. And yeah, Andrew's right. We will talk about doing this when there's new Game of Thrones TV on. So we'll see. I mean, I enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Oh yeah uh hope the audience enjoyed it so uh we'll we'll see if we want to do some more when that happens uh so go ahead and leave it in your subscription list and go ahead and tell your friends about it and let them know that it's here especially if they love game of thrones but uh guys i think we did it we podcast an entire final season of a a tv show i had so much fun with you guys it was a blast
1: absolutely yeah it was absolutely fun
0: Um, All right. Thanks for sifting the thrones with us today. And for the last several weeks, uh, it is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find more great podcasts at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. Thanks to Producer Phil for putting the show together. Thanks to Larange for the theme music. Uh, love the theme music. Oh, yeah. that you, you put for this. Uh, thanks to our Sif Pop members at Patreon for making this possible. You can see all the perks at patreon.com slash Thanks to Andrew for hanging out. Thanks, Andrew, buddy. any final words? Any place you want to send people? How is Grey Worm still alive?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. You need to go to howisgraywormstillalive.com. Yes. <laughs> I am going to... And we will talk everything about... <laughs> about why gray worms not you know dead. what I
2: am
0: going to look and see if that domain is available and if it is I will buy it very nice <laughs> nice uh, also thanks of course uh, to Chris for hanging out with us uh, Chris anywhere you want to send people anything you want to say
1: uh no you can go to the sincast uh obviously we have a cinema sins channel along with TV sins that uh you shepherd <laughs> and uh then there is uh, music video sins as well and uh uh sincast can be found on everything including YouTube so uh not that we have been filming them or anything <laughs> but uh uh, but you can find that podcast pretty much anywhere you find podcasts. That's a great clarification
0: because um, the YouTube thing's new for you guys, right? Like you just started putting the episodes yeah. uh, up on its own YouTube channel, the Syncast YouTube channel. So uh, if that's a fun way for you to listen to podcasts, uh, it is there now. Uh, Thank you guys. Appreciate it. And again, if you want to hear more of Andrew and I, you can do that on the Sif Pop podcast or check out more fun pop culture stuff at SifPop.com. And if you want to check out more of Chris's stuff, obviously the stuff he mentioned on uh, YouTube, as well as the Sincast and uh, in the Barry podcast that they're doing as well that you can check out Um, and stay tuned. Maybe there will be more. In the future, if there's more Game of Thrones, and we uh, hope that we have have finished our watch uh, in a more satisfying way <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> than Game mm-hmm. of Thrones finished its watch. Our let's, watch is ended. Let's just say that.